Good morning and welcome to MotoGP Mac, where MotoGP fans come to congregate and fanboys fear to tread. How you doing this morning, bud? I've had a bit of a Britney moment. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> <Somebody's>... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A small bit hungover, but look, that's that's just life of an Irishman, isn't it? So yeah. have a have a good strong cup of tea and uh, yeah, we yeah. Why did God invent whiskey so the Irish wouldn't take over the world? I've heard it all. Yeah, that is probably a fact, but it's actually why did he invent poutine? Because whiskey is for women, poutine is for men. What the hell is poutine? Poutine is basically an Irish drink that's that's fucking rocket fire. Like I mean, like maybe maybe about that much of it, right? And you will be fucking plastered, absolutely shit faced for the night. Yeah, it's like I can't remember. It's like it's nearly pure alcohol. Oh yeah, I was gonna say it's like grain alcohol type of thing. Yeah, it would nearly kill you. Like, it's made from potato skins and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Your farmers get it, and it's delivered in little plastic bottles like this. Yeah, it's it's like a vapor. You're going to drink it, and it feels like you're drinking a vapor. Oh, yeah, but, like, you... you, you, Oh, yeah. It would just just fuck you right up. It'll kill you. you, you Ah, Stop being overdramatic. It won't. You'll be grand. Just fucking sit up in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe totally. it kill me from being old, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see yeah. A I, I'm a teetotaler, so there's no way. Many, many days, uh, yeah, or many, many days, many nights, of, Joe, we went bushing as young kids, you know, out in the golf course, drinking during the night, you know, while our parents are sleeping, gaffing out. You know, we hadn't a fucking penny to our name, so we were raiding our parents' uh, drink cabinets, you know what I mean? Putting oh, a bit yeah, of whiskey, yeah. putting a bit of pudding. We, we used to call it actually a donkey's bollocks. <laughs> and it was like, what are you drinking tonight, donkey's bollocks? And that is basically a mixture of everything from your parents' drink yeah. cabinets. Yeah, and, you see uh, everything, so they don't say it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously, you know, you get so fucking drunk that... You fall asleep, and then Joe, the golfers would wake you up at fucking six a.m. in the morning as you're face down in a fucking sand bunker, so sound asleep. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the things that we do as kids. Good times, good times. Uh, anyway, yeah. So this week, a lot happened this week, I suppose. How did uh, your week go, Jakey Poo? Nothing. Does Mister Shopper trying to get everything Mr. ready for? Um... You know, uh, getting all kinds of expensive bespoke parts. I got hit for a thousand dollars for a for a, uh, a a hooker. You know, I wish it was a hooker. Um, <laughs> but another thing will kill me at my age: uh, a steering damper. Hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, they only make it for that one bike. I'm like, God, Owens unit. And Owens unit, like you were saying, they're good. If anybody gets one, but they're fragile. They go, they go bad. Well, it's uh, not, it's not, it's not that they go bad. Look, like, like there's, there's, there's bleak. different, there's different levels of Olins, really, right? Okay, like you have the Olins for the mass market, which are, which are made. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're as robustly made as maybe a sack spring or something like that, right? But they're, they, they are fairly robust, but like. When you start fucking around with the internals of your shocks and and, and suspension like that, all of a sudden it kind of goes away from the main road ones to kind of a more race one. 
And, you know, like any race parts, then they have a, a normal shorter lifespan than things. So if your bike is sitting for two years and you throw your leg over it, you know, there's probably a, a good thing that the first time you heavy brake, you blow the <laughs> blow, blow the fork seal straight out of it. Yeah. Like, do, do you know what I mean? So it's and look, that's what the thing. They're they're not designed for like race components are designed to be serviced every year, right? So it's not a. I wonder why that's it. Maybe that's the reason that I always wondered why. Like, if you get a, a, a say brakes, yeah, Brembo M fifties. Mm. You get Euro models. They have the race upgrade type. Uh, M. They have a M50 Brembo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get a Japanese bike, it still says M50 on it, but it's a totally different set of brakes. Oh yeah, but they're like they're like that's like they're like, they're like, like the, the European one, the, the off the shot, the the race upgrade level is way better. Yeah. But it's uh, it, it's like it's like any it's like anything, right? Same, but they still use the same implementation, you know. They still model. They still call it the M50, which is kind of yeah, yeah, crazy. yeah. So so yeah, but they would still have the same external model number, right? So that's common across everything. Like you take a car like a BMW, right? Yeah. You have you have the i4, right? And then you have i4 M4 two two three five six seven. They all have a different internal product code to 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 say what this is, and I can guarantee you that if you took off the brake calipers off both and looked inside and saw the serial or the the model number, it would be completely different. It would be an M50, but it would be a, a type race, or would it be a type, right, right. Um, same with suspension. Uh, the yeah, TTX, yeah. you'll get a TTX, you get a Japanese bike or a TTX thirty, but it's the production model, like it'll have cast uh, yeah. aluminum body, but right? That, and then, but that and would then be expected. Everyone so. will have a billet body because it's it's an off the shelf racing. Upgrade. Yeah, it'd be more it'd be more race race uh, uh, race Better, oriented. Yeah, that's why you pay a little more for a European bike. Yeah, we well, European bikes now. Are, we, yeah, we're shooting for. We want to get uh, Mac onto a Ducati or a Prilia. So somebody help. Hey, at least somebody we want somebody to come by and let them take a test ride or something like that. Because Ireland, it's, 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 tough yeah. to rides and stuff. it's tough to get test rides, yeah, and it's tough. Uh, you know, and I am trying to talk to manufacturers. Come by your house and, and let take a spin on the bike. One of our wonderful members. Um, when it can, I don't think there's too many Ducatis and, and, and Aprilias now in Ireland, Jake. To be to be fair, <laughs> although yes, look, we will talk. To, we did last week after last week's podcast for the shits and giggles, talk and discuss about the prices of bikes between. Uh, Ireland and America and this that. Oh, I know. You guys and get for long story short, I I I contacted the Ducati uh, dealership in Dublin in Ireland. I'm obviously at the bottom end of Ireland, so so I asked them for the base model uh, V4s, and um, they told me that it was thirty six thousand euros for the base model. That's the fucking base yeah. model. And oh, I that's, put this that's right. It was 36 for the base model and 36 like $41. It was like the same, it was the same for the S as it was the base model. And it should be a seven thousand dollar difference across the you know the rest of the world. Yeah. And anyway, it, it was like when we looked at the base model, Yamaha, it was like 24. Joe, there was twelve thousand yeah. euros difference in the base models. And uh 
yeah, so that just kind of made me laugh, I suppose. You know, well, you guys like, I, like, like there's, there is no way in this God's green earth that I would give. There's a lot for, for the Yamaha, too. Huh? You guys get the shift from that. Um, the v, well, we have VRT and and, yeah. and and VAT from if we bring a bike in from the UK, and it's it's a bit it's a bit shit, I, you know. But look, it is what it is. Anyway, um, so the only really other options I'd have to look at is that going to like the Germany or Spain or whatever and buying a bike from there, and then I wouldn't get caught for the VR or for the the VAT, but I would get caught for the VRT. Yeah, and look, it's just really expensive. So I don't know. I'm going to either try and get a manufacturer to give me a spin on a bike, or we'll try and save up and buy a bike, another one. Hey, um, but I'm not selling any of my other. Yami, Yami noob, he has that the thing about renting bikes. People rent their bikes out. Take a look or ask him because I he's I remember him saying it was worldwide. This company that does it. So right. maybe we can check that out. And if you need, I'll even I'll even pay for your freaking day for for <laughs> on a Ducati or. A, because I know yeah. you're going to be like, wow, this is a hell of a, this is a, this, this uh, yeah. is true. That's a hell of an upgrade. It, it, I, I'm sure, look, like I do have a number of bikes, uh, everything from 600s to 1,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anyone does know me, I got uh, my 600, which is, it's 2009, but it's, 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 it's just the bike I always wanted. Yeah. Uh, it's my everyday rider. I have, I'd say I have done maybe 45, 50,000 miles on that bike since 2009. I have had the engine rebuilt a couple of times. Um, my engine builder in is in the UK, a fella called Mike Hemingway. And um, he's had successful, uh, he builds bikes for B, our engines for BSB. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's ex Aprilia Moto GP. Well, not Moto GP. It would be in five hundreds. So he's a two-stroke specialist as well. Um, and obviously, he's built engines for the TT and and this, that, and the other. And you know, he's very old school. I love going to his place. Do you know what I mean? There's not a fucking new school machine in thing. And but like realistically, coming out the back of the R6, I think it's like a hundred and thirty-eight horsepower from it now stock they come out at 115 maybe 110 so like there's a lot of but that's 138 reliable horsepower like i've never like never one of his engines have that i've had have blown do you know what i mean so and i've pushed them trust me i fucking pushed yeah them. i just say i know um, you put so for me when i when i when i when i look at it um yeah i would suppose where I live, and I'm dying. Actually, I, I should actually do a video someday, but I probably get arrested if I actually put it out on air. Um, I live on on a windy windy roads here in Ireland. Do, do you know what I mean? So, like pushing a thousand compared to pushing a six hundred through those bends, the thousand is like a fucking big old. Oh, I gotta see these roads. Do, I mean, really. You know I mean? Do. Uh, it would act, but uh, but again, what I mean is like. You can't. You just can't carry the speed on the thousand that you could carry on the six hundred. Do you know what I mean? And it's, mm-hmm. um, and the horsepower difference. Okay, there's what about 60, 60 horsepower difference, um, but the thousand is heavier. The inertia is is more mm-hmm. going into 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 corners. So for me, where I live, I can push the six hundred harder and faster through the bends. Top speed doesn't really matter because there's no major straights 
except when you get on to maybe a dual carriageway or an right. interstate or whatever. But, you know, that's fucking boring, just going 100 mile an hour or, or 300 or 210 yeah. mile an hour rah, in a straight rah, line. Rah, 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 you know, rah, yeah. you know um, so that's that's no fun, really. But um, I've got it yeah. by accident, by the way. I, 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 I would... Go on. My triumph, my day, I, I have a, don't laugh, a worked, I had it, I just saw it to my buddy, a worked Triumph ST 1050 Sprint. I mean, worked to the balls, in the, in the cams, and the whole nine yards. And yeah, yeah. And they always have clunky transmissions. So I'm up, and I'm sitting there, and I, all of a sudden, I'm in top gear. I don't realize I'm in top gear. I'm, I'm hitting it, right? And I'm mm. thinking, oh, shit, I lost the gear, right? Here, I didn't lose a gear. I'm in sixth gear going 160 mile an hour. I went, oh, <laughs> shit, <laughs> down the highway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got caught with that, that I let the bike in, the bike battery go uh, go dead. Yeah. And uh, charged it up, threw the leg over the bike, and obviously the systems and the dash reverts to factory. And the bike, my, my R6 came from the from the north Northern Ireland, mm. so it reverted back to mile an hour. But I was in kilometers an hour normally, so obviously like sixty kilometers an hour. So if you're thinking you're, you're only doing sixty, so you're like you're chilling, you know. Uh, but you're actually doing a hundred kilometers an hour because you're doing sixty mile an hour. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like, oh, it took me, but it took me about uh, about twenty minutes, half an hour to realize that I was doing it. So I was riding around. It's like, oh, this kind of feels a bit quick. And next, I was like, ah, yes. Anyway, right. So, Ducati the factory launch. What yeah. did you think? It's a Ducati factory launch, kind of like the rest of them. I didn't think it was that. It was, I just, I love that factory red. I mean, to me, that is a sharp bike. I mean, yeah. So I've been doing a bit, bit of digging, and I haven't done a video on this yet. But I've been doing a bit of digging about uh, Lenovo's partnership. Now, there's a couple of things, right? That, that I think so when I did the uh, the inquiry about the Ducati right the give you kudos your business prowess has impressed me lately the what I noticed about the end of, of the, the the terms and agreement and stuff that they sent me and they actually sent me a, a configuration tool to configure my bike right and at the end of it so like I could put on carbon this and blah, 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 right and at the end of it, it says something about Audi. I'm trying to no. try and find okay. it again. So Audi is more involved with Ducati than we believe. That, like, for example, if you're going out and buying buying a bike, why is Audi mentioned on they sent me a link, and down the bottom of the link, what does it exactly say? Oh, it says about the marketing group and and our, our side of the group. Copyright to Caddy Motorbike Holding Spa, sole shareholder company, subject to management coordination activities of Audi AGI, all rights reserved. Mm -hmm. So basically. Yeah, I think that's a bit of overkill that they're putting it in, but I reckon a lot of this funding for Ducati is direct from Audi, more so than we know. 
Jordan. I would think so because my God, I mean, they only sell sixty thousand bikes. It's kind of like a Ferrari deal. You yeah. Go, How can they get this much out of this? This. this yeah. So. Scale? So I now so have no. Uh, <laughs> So my point now, realistically, is that if Ducati ever need to raise their funding and budget, Audi will raise their funding and budget. Do, do you know what I mean? I'm, I was worried at one time saying that the factory was quite small, but I'm now very mm. confident that the money is there. Yeah, but they still got stockholders that do. Uh... Oh, they do. They do. But they don't really have any other racing. Um, no, admittedly, racing they, they've been motorcycle Just... guys forever. I mean, the, the board of directors have their own bank. The the board of directors made their own bank. The, so the, 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 other the motorcycle. They, they have more than that. They have more than Ducati. The, the next thing that I I was checking out was Ducati's um, relationship with Lenovo was not just kind of the basic sponsorship with a couple of computers and a couple of monitors and this and that and the other. Um, Lenovo is actually developing an AI system and has developed yep. it and it's called Remote Garage. Now, this is a fairly, fairly standard thing in Formula One. It's very fucking expensive, but it's very standard in Formula One. But what this is now going to do is, is that on average over the course of a race weekend, between the eight Ducati bikes, there's 100 gigabytes of data gathered mm. now that's quite a lot like if you have a normal phone that'll probably fill your phone <laughs> in in three days do you know what i mean in yeah. three hours or, or five hours of, of running so it is pretty extensive the the amount of data and all of those are ones and zeros and and whatever right and Len lenovo now have created a way for ducati to be able to use that data live. So the Ducati engineers in the factory or mm -hmm. the Ducati engineers in the wind tunnel or the Ducati engineers in the, the fluid dynamics department will see the data real time. The chassis department and everything will see that. So if you would like, and the, the kind of the way it works in Formula One is that, yes, th these are all transmitted straight back to, to base. They like... McLaren have shown that they have mission control or whatever the fuck it is, right? Where they have a room with all another bank of engineers inside there. Mm -hmm. um, and then they're taking the live data from a session between session one and session two, plugging that into the simulator, right? Right. Getting their sim driver then to, to test different things and then get back the information to the thing. So this obviously, look, this is a massive infrastructure cost, I would presume. AI development, which um, AI is pretty scary in itself in what it can do. I deal in the industry of AI, so I have a full understanding of we could be taken over by machines in the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? This is something uh, that's going across the motorcycles, across the cars, across many Yeah, but it's, it, 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 it's, it's all, I, I suppose what my point here, Jake, is, is that it's it was never in motorbikes. Like it was always, Joe, you download the data, your race engineer at the track side engineers, mm -hmm. they would have a number of engineers at the track. Mm -hmm. And Joe kind of, kind of like what goes, goes to, or happens in Vegas, stays in Vegas until they get yeah. back to base. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now 
you know, you're going to have you're going to have a fucking army of people now, engineers going over every single session and then trying to get a correlation between what the writer says and what the data says faster. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's well, they're going to need it if they keep cutting their track time down. You know, pretty soon they're going to not, not let them out of the garage. Well, yeah, well, do you kind of do you, do you have to pull I mean, out and go to a race? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think that's either too bad, too. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like I, I, I actually, do you know something? I, I, I love the fact of like a clubman's racer, right? Joe, he pulls the. He pulls the bike out of the back of the van, right? No. And he doesn't know what way the fucking weather is going to be. He he knows it's going to rain or it might be dry, right? One or the other, right? And he knows fuck all else what's going to happen in that weekend. And it's not about preparation. It's about dealing with the situation. Do you know what I mean? And that's clubman racers up and down or around the world. Do you know what I mean? Yes, America tends to go a little bit above this. I, I watch a fella from... Um, a thing called sports bike track year. He has his young fella racing in, I think, uh, in the AMA. Yeah, I think he was 300s last year. He's 600s this year. But like the setup that that man has, right, is by far not professional, but way over a clubman. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like a clubman yeah. is, is pulling. Like yeah, I remember. We're in New Europe, Huh? We're, modern. we're modernizing. We're going to a new era. Yeah, it's when the men, none of this men were men and sheep were scared of crap anymore. Out the disco on the Friday night and the Saturday night, you know, hung over to fucking race on. No, we're professionals now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I think I think it's very interesting the way um Ducati are gonna go down the the route of the AI with, with Lenovo, and it's good to see that Joe. They're partnering. They're partnering with someone to. It's not just a sponsorship. Give me your money, and that's it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a partnership to develop the team. And so, that's yeah. the thing. It's not the eight bikes, folks. It's the fact that their engineering is so strong. That's what makes Ducati Ducati. Uh, like Honda could have sixteen bikes, and guess what? They're still going to be the weakest engineering in, in, in MotoGP. Uh, you know, they, they, these people make an escape out of the eight bikes crap you know um like i said they don't even want the eight bikes which is the the if you can explain that one to me please do right. um with because they don't really want the eight bikes they keep saying i don't really want the eight bikes yeah well like utio came out and he said you know, like they could end up with eight bikes like utio said that he'd like to sign with ducati in the next two weeks and that was on the i think ghost actually sent me the, the that picture and that was on motogp.com and uh, yeah, I think I look. I think I think there's a massive thing going on there with Uzio um, and them giving Yamaha a kick up the hole as well as always been to maybe drop the price. Now, saying that Rossi's team is not worried about money. Seeing their present team presentation the other day, right? Uh, there's definitely plenty of sponsorship. I was laughing at the guy from Paramatina in Injuro, Right, he just seemed to be a Rossi fan. No, uh, something anything else like fucking just to be near yeah, yeah, yeah. So, here's 20 million. I just want to sit next to you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, you know what I mean. Um, I but no, look, I, 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 I am sure that it, it is to to uh bring their products around the world, but also um, highlight Indonesia across the world. I thought Rossi's one was 
it was okay. Joe was more about the riders than the bike. Uh, whereas Grassini was seemed to be more about the bike than the riders because they fucking dragged the balls out of bringing the riders out. Um, yeah, I thought like I thought it was pretty pretty good. Um, Jack Miller, uh, I am really worried about Jack. Right, the season hasn't even started, and the, the media is already putting him under pressure. Do you know what I mean? Uh, um, and it's not even fucking started. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. I understand that. You know, look, he is Binder is there. Uh, Binder has a five or well, three year, three years left in his contract. Uh, anyone that puts in a good performance in the in in the gas gas or KTM yeah. will get that factory seat, right? We all know that Pasta is is uh, Pip Byra's love child. Do you know what I mean? He's he, right. he wants him there, um, but again, I think it's just I think it's just going to be interesting. Now we all know also that um, we all know also that uh, you know Jack Burns. Jack's writing style is, is, is just Jack's writing style, and yeah, I can't see a, him. He's never going to have a championship. One of the members that it writes because they're, they're never going to have a championship. He's that good backup writer. He's that good. He's a number team. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you know he he he's like he's like uh... now and Lorenzo. I didn't like Lorenzo burning him on that one. He said, "Well, you know, I see his lines and they're always off. You know, every time he goes yeah. into a corner." It's, 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 this lines changes every single time. He didn't have to say that. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Look, I think I think for Jack though. Look, I, I just think I think he's not capable to change his writing style. Do you know what I mean? I think he yeah, needs well, to. Oh, well, once the mold's made, it's it's hard to break. Yeah, it is. I know it's not, it's not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. not. A, it's, not a, it's just it is what it is. I think the 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 writers coming up though are developed. Uh, uh, are developed a little bit differently. Do you know what I mean? And you know, I think they would be a little bit more. They have their core writing style, but they're able to adapt. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I look I'm a, a little bit worried. I hate the fact that um, that he is Joe. That the season hasn't even started. He hasn't turned a wheel. You know, and I did do a video on it because it is. It is interesting news in the way that, like, Gidati is talking about that he knows Jack is going to be under pressure. We all know the start of next season is going to be first five races or six races or so is going to be um, magic time for the the rider market. You know, all I would expect all the main ones will be wrapped up. You know, for the first four, first quarter of the race season. You know, you know, Jack's good for. Like just what he did with Pecco, he gets out as soon when Pecco got out there, and then if, if if he was behind him, Pecco, right, it would be like a blocker. That was he always yeah. gave the, his teammate the time to breathe, the time to time to stretch out his legs, and that's what his main his main positive is. Yeah, in my opinion, because you know he's not gonna, like I said, he's not going to win titles. He might, he might. If he keeps going, you know, he might have a chance to uh, build up the manufacturers 
you know, tally. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Jack, look, Jack, Jack is good. Jack is good in the wet. You, Joe, you, you very mm. rarely bet against Jack right. in the wet. You know, and that's because his riding style of turning the bike, using the slide. You know, he's very comfortable sliding the bike. Do you know what I mean? Or the right. front and the back. And you know, I think I think it's pretty interesting. Um, the other thing is about Cito Pons, man. Jesus Christ! Did you hear what he said about Mark Marquez? No. Oh, he basically he he called he's like he said what was it he's like um, loyalty is essential and he basically called Mark Marquez disloyal for leaving Honda oh, and he was boy. saying yeah and this no this is this is what it is he was like say he was saying that um, yeah sure the the Honda bike was not the best bike to to ride you know but also. <laughs> Mark Marquez kept throwing himself at the tarmac and injuring himself. And, you know, if he didn't crash so much and be around, then maybe he would have been listened to more. <laughs> no, that's a bunch of crock of shit. You know, as well as I can say to see, that if the bike was better, he probably wouldn't, he wouldn't crash as much, for one. Okay? He, he crashed because he was over having to override the bike. And it wasn't like the bike was bad for a year. It was bad from the day he threw his leg over it, you know? Well, 20, 20, 2017, the bike really started to go down. Yeah. And we, we, we tracked we tracked that. And right. yeah, look, I, I, like, I get it. I, I understand. And I think I think maybe it's a language barrier with, with Cito. And what he's saying is like, like towards the end of the season, the bike was showing a bit of competitiveness. No. <laughs> No other fucking under rider was showing any competitive. Yeah. <laughs> right. Where did but that come from? Mark, come Mark, from Mark, Mark did Mark did well. Look, and I think where, where Cito is talking is that like he did get a podium in, in the sprint race in Valencia or whatever it was. But the decision was already made, and then he was having a go at Mark again as well for fucking pulling out the or drawing out the decision, then making the decision so long that it it kind of left Honda in a bad place then because all the good riders were taken and Honda were left with Luca Marini. Like, like he's a fucking, like, yeah. Hey. Look, he's a Honda man. Look, he is what yeah. I would class the ultimate, ultimate Honda man. And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, Fair some point. of the stuff he says is right. Look, look I, I don't disagree with him that Marquez drew out the decision probably three months too long. Do you know what I mean? He should have just fucking bang. Do you know what I mean? Made his decision right. and moved on. And I get it. You know, it's it. There was a lot to a lot to do, uh, a lot to think about. Do you know what I mean? I get that. But the closer and closer it got to the end of the season, the more difficult it did make for Honda to find a competitive rider. Right? Did they find a competitive rider in Luca Marini? I do, and I think the Cedar was a bit of a an arse about it. You know. Marini is uh, 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 Marini is actually a good find for Honda, you know. And we kind of talked about this a little last week. Yeah. I he looked was, at him again, though, man. He looks awful big. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, he has wide shoulders on him, right? I'm going. Ah, that's wide shoulders is good. Okay, when they're short, you know, short he, wide shoulders like uh, like Martin. Right, that's a that's a yeah. real that's a best rider body, you know, like Kenny Roberts or you know, or Mark Marquez. Yeah, Mark Marquez actually has pretty wide shoulders for his size, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But man, he's tall and he has wide shoulders. And I'm going, that has to add weight. I don't know what they're saying. Well, look, the bike is eight kilos lighter than last year. Don't so don't start on fucking weight and Ducati and, and no 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 the, the weight the, the weight no 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 the Honda bike they took eight kilos out of it. Right. Uh so they took eight kilos out of it, so that will definitely help it turn. And my understanding is the bike is an awful lot skinnier. Um to when you're on top of it, which is something that Mark and Mir were asking for. So it will be interesting to see how how exactly and look we're not too far away from it you know and what day is today today is actually the 27th so tomorrow and uh, it's still short and tall though isn't it it looks short and tall tall. yeah it is short and tall look that's the that's the japanese ethos you know uh rather than load long Um, and but mark and the ducati boys and peko and the basecki and routine they're all in portimao i think well Okay, today is Saturday, so sun, Sunday and Monday, I think they're test riding the or, uh, the V4Rs around there. So if you're in Portugal, get your ass down there. Yeah. Um, and then we have, uh, so then we have um, testing beginnings, you know, and I think it would be pretty interesting to see. Now, it was, it was actually interesting. Um, there was one of the things, and I didn't do a story on it because it, it's a bit of a nothing thing. But people were giving Marquez warning about you know, outpacing other Ducati riders and being like, you know, you know, oh. you were fucking, you were all excited. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And the other Ducati riders were just like, eh, it's the end of the season. I'm fucking, I bait. Do you know what I mean? So they weren't, what was it, unmotivated? And I was like, there could be a little bit of truth to that, but it's not really like it's not really true. True, I would think. Right. Once you, you know, start going on that bike, your adrenaline pumps up. Well, yeah, yeah, no. Like I, 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 I do not believe Peko went for it, and I do not believe Martin. Oh no, it. I don't think they went for balls to the wall. No, 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 no. And I think, I think, the, and same with Bestini. I think they were. I want to say conservative. Joe, more so, like, because okay, Martin kept fucking crashing, right? Uh, but Peko and uh, Mer- uh Peko and Bastanini really, really, really trying to drive on that engine, Joe, get an understanding of the engine. Like, like Ducati are probably over paranoid of the fuck up they made in 22. Yep, do you know what I mean? And they're really just putting miles on that motor. Now, Gigi is talking about a whole new kind of aerodynamic thing that's going to be re- released i don't know is that just gg putting the shits up people he has said the engine is going to be better and faster than the 23 model um and i'm kind of like well no shit sherlock it should be <laughs> you know, it's it called be, development yeah. <laughs> but saying that the 23 wasn't as good as the 22 yeah what gg has said so uh, maybe they've just learned the, the mistakes from that and uh, biting off more than they can chew. There's yeah. where the eight bikes bit comes and bites you back, gets you, bites you in the ass. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, look, there's, no. like, there's a number, a number of things that the eight bikes can bite you in the ass with. You know what I mean? And that is one of them. Uh, so it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, for me, it's kind of interesting to see. 
Now, I haven't fully watched it yet. And I was a bit drunk when it was actually on, so it's kind of why I didn't. You're good for a drunken Irishman. You know that. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not drunk anymore. I'm just going over. Yeah, I know, but you're, you're, you're very, you're, very different. Pretty very good different. for a fucking Irishman, you know, watching it with his load on. Yeah, so that. <laughs> so the the track house racing uh, Prelude team was launched in Los Angeles during the night. I was about to ask for huh? I was just about to ask for about Prelude. And uh, now, to to be fair, right. When so with the whole track house racing thing coming in and publicizing and this, I was kind of half expecting that you know Hulk Hogan or someone like that will come out onto the stage and rip off the shirt and be like, <laughs> "Fucking or whatever it is," you know what I mean? And be like, "Yeah, you have a real brass shirt." Yeah. But it, it it seemed quite a cordial event actually. But uh, yeah, I must go through it. Um, I still, you know, look Miguel Oliveira. I think. If he can, like, I think Miguel Oliveira, and the only reason Miguel Oliveira got a factory bike this season from the very start was the fact that Honda were sniffing around him. Yeah, yeah, and they were like, the PR wind seemed to get uh, taken out of his sails. You notice that? Yeah, like, he was. He was seemed to be a hot. To- he seemed to be a hot property, and he went. Ugh. Well, he well he was. Right? right, and he and he still is right. The problem is, is that he has a fucking arrow, or he has a fucking target zone on his back. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, but it's not his fault. But it's his, mm. God, it seems to be. But it it it, it does. It, it is seems to be his fault because he's always in the wrong fucking place at the yeah. wrong time. You know what I mean? And it's just one of those people where bad luck follows you around, yeah. right? If he's had a, sa- a stands, a Piper Cub airplane would fly in and hit him. You know, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Joe, Joe, it's that fella in in a field of uh, of a thousand people that will put up a, an umbrella in a lightning storm, and he's the yeah, one right. that gets it. Like it's just like the person next to him is fine. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know. But um, but with Honda sniffing around him, I reckon uh, Aprilia said to him, "We'll give you a factory bike next year, a full factory bike, if you don't leave now." I know Raul is going to get a factory bike at some point in the season, right? But I find it very fucking suspicious. Um, like that, that, like how could they? Like they're making bikes already, right? How can they not just give him? Like they're going to give Raul the twenty twenty four engine in a twenty twenty three chassis. Okay. Like it's not going to take a lot to make two fucking other chassis. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like. Come on, like so I mean. And so I think while it should happen for, for Raul Fernandez, I think they're literally waiting for Raul to see what he is going to do and how he's going to perform before investing anything further in him, I would reckon. And the only reason they're giving him the 2024 engine at the start is because they can't change the engine to the 2024 if they don't if they if he starts with the 2023. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, like I think Oliveira has to have a big year this year. Yes. Um, and I th- also think they want they want to see what Oliveira can do before they make their final decisions on uh, Spagro and um, Maverick. Like, and I wonder if they're not putting it in the back of their head, 
Are we can we pick up Quartararo? A hundred and ten percent. The yeah. only one, there's only two riders. I'd say they're they're they know that they definitely cannot pick up. One is Mark Marquez, yeah, and the other is Peko. Yeah, everyone else is fair game, right? Because Gigi has come out and called Peko like his favorite wine. So, yeah. like, yeah, he didn't Tick. sign yet. He didn't sign though. It's weird. No, but not that... really. Not really, no, no. I, I, I wouldn't expect. I wouldn't expect. Uh, say, I think about I, it. I, late. I, I would probably expect that it's done. Yeah. Pecco has said that the, the contract was closed, so I would, I would think it's done, but it's just not going to be announced. Uh, and I wouldn't announce it either. Do you know what I mean? Why would you announce it? Do you know what I mean? Why don't you just piss people off? Do you know, and then, then sign whoever you want to do. Well, that'd be me. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm going to sign my five writers who I want to sign first and announce them all on the same weekend. We'll yeah. see when we go to the grid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the only person I, I actually really... Like, the only person I'm really worried about signing with Ducati is Martin. Will he shut his fucking mouth, play ball, yeah. and stay in? Because, you know, it, it, it's interesting to see. And... Like I know there was stories going around there uh, about Mark going to the factory team. The sponsors wanted, and what Gigi actually, or I, it was, I, it was one of them said, you know, if Mark won the championship, right. of course there would be a, a, a pull there, right, to bring him to the because factory well, team there's a because pull there. huh? Just who he is, if even if he does yeah, well, but, like there's a pull there just because his name and the sponsorship. Yeah, but like I think for me, or even even with them, I think I don't like I don't know. I don't see him going if he finishes second or third in the championship. I don't see him going there. Personally, I think you know it's kind of like um, against the ethos of of what Ducati are is that they normally try to bring up and breathe. Let's call it breathe their own riders. You know, right? But if Mark is if if, if if Mark is winning the championship, yeah, I think so. If he's if he's if he's making it a good or like I can even see Marquez refusing to go to the factory team. Do you know? Just like yeah. I want, I'm, I'm here. I, you know, I, like I, I want to enjoy the race again. I, you know, yeah. this is one of the things that like I really disagreed with um, Cedo Pans on and. I've been called a Mark Marquez hater, which I'm not, but you know, I understand fully why Marquez did it, right? And anyone anyone that's ever won a championship will will understand the years after you've won that championship and you don't win another one, they're the most difficult years that you can yeah. go through. Because in your mind, you're doing a sport that you love, a sport that you have massive passion about. Right. That you're at top of the world and now you're not good enough. Right. right. And you then start to doubt yourself, doubt your ability, doubt your conviction. And, and everyone says you've been the best for so long. A phenomena. You know, that he's been told he's a phenomena, a one a, a goat for so long. Right. Yeah. That he, he expects to be a goat still. You don't feel any different. He still has it's, muscles. He still has he's young. You know what I mean? He doesn't feel any different. He don't feel any different than the guy that won the five titles. He, he, Oh, he's on a better bike too, and he's going. I gotta win, you know. Yeah, and look, and this is what I've said from from day dot of like when Max throws his leg over the Ducati, you know, he has nowhere now to hide. Yeah, you know, oh. if if he if he goes out there and beats Peko, 
mm-hmm. everyone would say, oh, well, that's that's Marquez. If he goes out there and he finishes second or third on a Ducati, people are going to turn around and say, oh, well, he's not on the factory bike. Oh, d- d- yeah. yeah. So, and, and, and it, but we've already seen with, with, with Ducatis is that factory and non-factory bikes can compete. Yeah. Yes. You know, so like realistically, forget it. Like, forget about. I suppose forget about him winning the championship. Where is a fair result for Mark Marquez in twenty twenty four? And for me, mm-hmm. top five is a fair result for Mark Marquez in twenty twenty four. And why I say that is, you have the two factory bikes in the factory team, and right. you have the two factory bikes in Primac. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you have the satellite teams, right? So for me, Mark should be the top satellite factory or top satellite Ducati home, right? Yeah. Yep. Number one. If if it was going by selection of who is the best rider on it, like you have the two people in the factory team are supposed to be the best two riders that factory that Ducati can get on the grid. That's then you have your, your sub-satellite team, which is three and four. Right. And then you have your satellite teams, which would be five. Joe, five, six, seven, and eight. Right. So for me, if you were to look at it as a specific numbers thing, Mark in the top five should be well. Do I really expect Mark to be in the top five? No, I'd expect him to be higher. Do you know what I mean? I just would expect top this. three. Remember, just think of this. You remember t- 2022. You had Aragon, you had Paco versus Mark Marquez. Mm-hmm. Right? And Mark Marquez was giving him a run for his money on that piece of crap Honda. Mm-hmm. All right. On the 22, it's supposed to be better than the 23, Ducati. Mm-hmm. Now, you, 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 that's a that that gap between that Honda and that yacht and that Ducati is far different. Far greater. Well, no, no. I think, I think, though, I think you need to, uh, yeah, yes, and no. The difference between a factory. Alex Marquez also on a, on the Honda had a really, really good race weekend there the previous year, right? So there are some tracks where a bike naturally goes well. That the characteristics of that track fall towards that bike. Yeah, but I thought 100%. that was the Honda. That was Saxon Ring and uh, Saxon and, Ring, uh, Aragon. Is, is another one. No, I didn't think Aragon was one, was one of them. I thought it was that. There was two. There was there was Saxon Ring and uh, Coda. Coda. Well, that they're they're mar- they're more Mark tracks than Honda tracks, to be fair. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think they did well in, in Aragon. Huh? I didn't think Honda did anything in Aragon. Honda would normally do okay. You know, uh, uh, like if Alex Marquez can finish fucking second in a in a Grand Prix on a Honda after yeah. not appearing all season. You know, anyway, um, so yeah, um, no, look, I just find it, I just find it kind of in my view, that's kind of, I expect Mark in the top three. If you were to look at it from an analytical point of view, Mark should be top five of the Hon- of the Ducatis, Hondas, uh, of the Ducatis home. Um, so I think, look, I think it'll be kind of interesting, I suppose, to, to see what goes on there with with him you know um like i think mark i think mark is going to be sensible um to a point i think i think if he gets to 
back the love of writing. I think he he will be fine, you know. Um, there was also a question or a comment on like VR forty six did their launch. Uh, they brought in GG, um, or Digi Antonio to the to the team, and I mentioned that it was kind of outside the team ethos to to uh, to of bringing him in. And VR forty six team ethos was to start people in the junior categories and bring them all the way to MotoGP. Okay. So yeah. you like you had you had that with Marini, you had that with with Bisecchi, so not really with Peco. There was the Academy, but I think Peco Peco did go Moto two VR forty six, but he wasn't yeah. uh but anyway. And realistically, while they do have young kids in the national championship, and look, it's very hard to keep up with these ones because there's not too much publicity. They have signed a new young chap. Um and I would presume what they're actually going to do is they're going to place them in teams. So, like, they've placed Vietti in a team again this season. So, when they signed Digi Antonio, they, they had no real choice. You know, in the whole whole point of signing Gigi is... Or, yeah. So, when they signed Digi Antonio, they had no real major choice. Like, who, who else would you put in there? You know? Vietti wasn't ready. There's right. no one else in the academy ready. Right. You know, they've lost Marini, who is, who is, who is a safe person to bring home points. Right? He's not the he's not the the major point wasn't scorer. There, isn't there a new hotshot project that they could slid in there? Or is it a mo- I'm thinking that motor. There's, to- there's Tony Arbolino, right? But yeah. I think for VR46, and just hear me out on this, is that they're now bringing in a lot more sponsorship and this and that and the other, and. They're moving from hey, let's try MotoGP to a proper MotoGP team, right? And results are going to be expected. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And championship results are going to be expected. And I think to bring in a rookie on very short notice is probably not the not the the right thing to do. Do you know what I mean? Uh, give him a year. Give him testing. Give him what he needs to to get there and i think he will be fine um i do believe that there is a young chap that is promised a ducati seat in 2025 is that 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 kid in the world superbike that they're just raving about now no i think he's in partner uh, with um with um what's his face the champ um in the ducati champ god i should know his name I don't think he's in World Superbikes. I think he's in Moto Two, but there is a young chap that uh, I, it could be Avelino. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure, but there is someone that has been promised a uh, a. He just, dropped, he just dropped the uh, the testing score. The testing because um, uh, best. The... Oh, that's Bulliga. Bulliga yeah. Bulliga was part of the VR46 Academy and got dumped. Results. He's not. He's not an up and comer. He'll never get in back. I don't think he'll ever get back into MotoGP. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. He just, just, he just topped the thing, and and yeah. um, which is face that the weight is killing him on the on the um, is this fucking screwing up the bike on the Ducati? Bautista. Yeah, Bautista. The bike is it's screwing up the bike. Is it? It's it's hurting the bike in every aspect. The weight. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
It will be interesting to see. And I think this will be the making of Bautista. If Bautista can figure out a way around this. Well, now uh, he's hurt, by the way. Apparently a lot. He is. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that he was he, he was injured. All right. Um, but it, it would just be it just be um, interesting, I suppose, to see uh, how 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 he adapts to that. And like Bulliga is not small either. Do you know what I mean? Compared to well, he's not massive compared. I don't think compared to um, it, it, compared to Bautista. Do you know what I mean? And so it'll be interesting yeah. to see how how he deals with that. But it'll also be interesting to see how um, how he will deal with um, with a fast rider on. Uh, on the same bike, do you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. he's had a, um, he's had a, 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 he's had a chance. Joe, you know, like, like last year, Ronaldo didn't really trouble him. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, or for the past two seasons, and now if Bulliga does come in and put him under a bit of pressure, it'll be interesting to see what is the what is actually the makeup of Bautista. Is he, is he all that he says he is, or believes he is, or the world says he is? Yeah. Uh, if you have a fast teammate, puts you under pressure. All of a sudden, he starts taking chunks out of your lap time. Joe, you're you're a double world champion. He starts kicking your ass. He kicked everybody's ass. Apparently, he was rapid stomping. Yeah, over. yeah, yeah. Now, he, I think day one he was like a second faster, but he put he did put on a cute uh, qualifying tire at the end. Yeah. But still, and, stand uh, out. And uh, which yeah. McCall's doing well on the uh, on the BMW. Who? Keenan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He is. Look, it it is testing as well. Do you know what I mean? So like, I never yeah. really. No, no, like, we know better to put all our eggs in a basket, a testing basket, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, though, that young writer that that I think has signed, it's either uh, it's either Aldeguer or it is our our Maybe Berlin, it is Um, but. I think um, it will be interesting to see where where they end up. I think there will be a new rookie on a Ducati, um, and it just where is is it's is, is it right? huh? It's Bulga. Bulga is in in Superbike. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah. Is what just was topping the the top. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was a VR forty six rider already. He got dumped out. I think, I think he went into Moto Two and he didn't perform and he got dumped. Yeah, uh, I finally got my World Superbike uh, subscription. He finally took, finally took my money. <laughs> Forever. Yeah, <it's> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, look, that's it. And look, we have uh, we have the Moto GP one coming up too. Um, I was paying that actually. Um, thanks for reminding me. Uh, what else was I going to say? Um, I did want to get, talk. We, we want to get you into a buy him a lot of beers or a lot of coffees. We want to see him on that. Uh, get him into a new Euro bike, a, a, a Ducati or a, a, a Prelia RSV4. Yeah, I, I yeah, I would I would prefer the Aprilia. I would think. Um, I don't know. Like I'm very Irish in a way, right? So it's like, the other way, someone turns up in a Ferrari and people go, "Oh my God, it's a Ferrari!" Do you know what I mean? Right. And I'm the kind of person saying, what sort of fucking idiot are you <laughs> turning up in that fucking thing on stupid Irish roads that have full of potholes and fucking bums and dirt and whatever, destroying that beautiful car? 
you're some fucking dickhead. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's just my my thing. And I think I won't be someone on a Ducati riding around in Ireland with big dirty roads and getting it fucking dirty and messy. I, I was the youngest guy to run at this the the, the a nine uh, nine de- uh, manufactured dealership when I was young, very young, and I just got out of college. And they it, it had all kinds of brands there, and they could take whatever you want. And I remember taking the Ferrari, and I was like. I don't want anybody to see me in this damn thing. Are there Mercedes? The roll along with Mercedes. I'm like, I look like a jackass in this damn thing. You know, yeah. I'm just my own piece. I like my van that my head doesn't hit the roof. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it 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 slow as dirt. You know, I'm getting off a motorcycle. So the Ferrari was like, this is fast. You know, call this quick. You know. Uh, now, look, I've, I've driven um, I've driven a 360 Medina around uh, Portimao. And they are they are quick, right? Get, don't get me wrong. They are quick. Uh, but you know, if you're driving around and the roads are good, you're like, fair enough, you know, enjoy your car. But Irish roads are not good; <laughs> they're, they're just fucking not right. Yeah. And uh, Pennsylvania, where the frost line is, so we have our mark. They, they haven't figured out how to fill a pothole yet. It's always three, four inches over. Like they fill it and they fill yeah. it over. As in, yeah, yeah. You know, it's going to push down. And it never that's, does. That, that, that's that's called a self-leveling system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a self-leveling. It's just you don't know, push down with wear. It just never yeah, does. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no. Look, it's um, it, it is what it is. But for me, that's kind of always the way I think when I see someone in a Ferrari. I'm like, you fucking idiot. So beautiful, absolutely beautiful, stunning car. And you drive it on the Irish roads. Do you know what I mean? Take your Ferrari and fuck off to Spain or Italy, where there there are some really good roads. And as well, you know, you can't enjoy a Ferrari. I don't think you could probably enjoy a Ferrari on an Irish road. It's nice to have a look at it. Leave it in your fucking shed. Do you know what I mean? Or your garage or whatever. Um, what else? There was one other thing that I wanted to go through. Um, oh, where is it? Uh, oh, Braddle. So <laughs> Braddle was testing the, the Honda during the week as well at the Superbike test. Didn't really get any uh, major, major test times back from it. But I know he got around 70 or 80 laps on the the bike. Um, the bike doesn't look too different from the bike that they were running in in um, in uh, Valencia. Um, but Brad was giving a little bit more insight into it that... Uh, uh, He'll have about forty days testing on the bike this se- this season of time. So that's a that's a lot of days to be testing. And yeah, then I know. If you have if you have fucking riders falling off and hurting themselves, do you know what I mean? Right. It's a lot of racing too. Do you know? You know, if, if Honda did have a strong engineering company, well, they wouldn't. If they had strong engineering, they wouldn't be in the hole that they are now. But Christ, with all the advantages they have, they should jet right up to the front. You know. Yeah, yeah. Look, there's 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 no hiding this year. Yeah, like there there's no hiding for Honda, Yamaha, or Marquez this season. Well, Yamaha so has it tougher because they they're, they're dealing with the inline four. They, you know, you said that before. It's it's a tougher road to hoe. Uh, you know, but yeah, but yeah. Yamaha has a stronger engineering team than, than Honda does all day. They always did. Look at all any any if you yeah. look at street innovation, Yamaha always came out with stuff before Honda. Single, oh, yeah, single, single rear suspension, single shock rear suspension. 
the uh, box section aluminum frame, uh, leading link front suspension, all that stuff Yamaha came out before, before Honda. And now when you look at it, you just look at the ICMA show, you can see the quality. You know, the reason that the, the, you can see why all the testers go, Europeans have been best for 16 years. They've won every test, the Europeans over the Japanese bikes, mm-hmm. right? But then the second tier would be your Yamaha and Kawasaki, right? You look at just mm-hmm. look at the spec sheet and the fit, the fit and finish. And then the third is like the Honda, and then and then the Suzuki. Crazy Suzuki has they're they're in deep they're in a deep hole, right? They just came out with a bike to save them, uh, a GSXR GSX eight R. Ace. Yeah. 800 cc inline four 95 horsepower. I shit you not. I'm going. It's milk toast. You're gonna like win over people, and it's ugly as ugly as mud. 95 horsepower with inline four. The fuck? And I looked at. You might as well fucking walk. Counted the cylinders too. I'm like looking at going. Okay, maybe it was a misprint. 95 brake horsepower from an 800 inline four. Yeah, just walk, just fucking walk. Yeah, they say they're just uh, they're 95 brake horsepower. Even the financial pages are like they're just just parking them in the back. This is such a sideline, they're just waiting for a time to get this, just you know, fold it up, you know, just fold up the whole bang. Just do outlaw, they're gonna do outboard motors, and what else do they do? Outboard motors. That's it. Yeah, you're gonna pull it all together. I, 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 I don't understand that decision that they made to do this. But look, um, and Honda, price, they're they're bread and butter bikes. They had the the scooter, the PCX. It's what uh, six thousand five or six thousand dollars. It's a hundred fifty cc's, one hundred sixty cc's. Things cost a fortune, and and then they match up against a one. Uh, Taiwanese bike that has a GY6 copy engine. Well, mm-hmm. the copy engine is lasting, and the the other one's having all kinds of problems. How embarrassing is that? I, if they start slipping, I don't think they want to be a motorcycle company anymore. They want to be a company. huh? Well, it's always been Honda Motor Company. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, look like the old yeah, man Car- rolling in his grave because he loved motorcycles. He did like look. There's no, there's no, there's no doubt in that. Like he did, he did love it. But look again. You know, he, the, he wrote all kinds of things to keep the motor, the motorcycle division going on purpose because he said, "I'm going to go." Look, and I think, I, I think, I, I, I think he had a, he had a kind of a similar ethos to, um, to Enzo Ferrari, you know, and that was like Joe, you sell cars or bikes to race, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That is, and yeah. that that's that's a that that breed is is, is gone now. Do you know what I mean? It's all shareholders and and PC and you know. I think the cor- the cor- corporate world. You know what I mean? Where like the only one that I I would see that would be any relation to, or have the power to be have any relation to the likes of Enzo Ferrari and, and your man and from Honda. Is Elon Musk? Because like, tomorrow morning he could turn around and say, 
I want to do it. We're, 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 we're not building fucking electric cars anymore. No. We're going to build fucking this, right? Yeah, we're going hydrogen. And, you know, why? And actually, yeah, yeah. Espinosa actually said this quite recently. He's like, you know, we're not going electric in, in MotoGP. Hydrogen, maybe. Right. Electric, no. No. You know, so. Dead end. Dead end. No, not going to fucking happen. Well, the Harley Davidson just shut all that down. They, they're, they're not doing electric anymore. All the oh, you have to have it because that was the United States government pushing them to do that. Yeah, yeah. But look, I would think um, uh, I would definitely think. Uh, yeah, look for me, electric. I can understand electric and electric cars, and like I've done, I've done some research on them, right, and. Um, If you're travel, if you if you only do short hops, and what I mean by short hops is 50, 60 miles, 70 miles hops, an electric car is far more efficient money-wise to run than a, a petrol or a, or a thing, right? Yes, they are expensive. They're in their infancy. Five years' time, a battery that now costs fifteen thousand dollars will cost three. Right? That would that's what it's all it's already happening, right? For racing and entertainment and, you know, I suppose the ethos of a, of a motorbike, right, is, you know, is, is not just cruising along and looking at the landscape, right? It's it's a whole sensation, a feeling. And, and I don't think it will ever fly 100% that everything will go over to electric. And I, and I get, and I get what, what, um, thing because we're quite the same within ireland is that they want 50 percent by 2030 or 2050 they want 50 percent of of commuter vehicles to be electric Get here it. guess what we got two years right no you don't no 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 no, no. I, I i read it in the states the states are somewhere 50 percent or something like that yeah as well no 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 that's a the california rules is the difference between the, the, okay. the Calif and 14 states went to said Whatever California does, we're going to go and, and follow. So Pennsylvania, um, they're only selling, uh, they're supposed to only sell electric bikes by 2026. Now, who's going to have that? The cops. Uh, nobody's going to buy them. They're only, they're not even at 1% for sales, right? They're begging them not to, to let these, these things go, you know, so it, it's, it's dead in the water. Unless, but of course, the taxpayer is going to have to pay for it because, you know, if, if, if cars yeah, yeah. stop chasing you, if you get enough, if you get enough, uh, you know, if you get enough space in between, you'll run out of juice. <laughs> I have, I, I think, I think, no, Jake, and I genuinely think this for shits and giggles, right? I'm going to give you a task. Okay. Right? I want you for one day, just one day, right? Yeah. To go and rent. A Tesla Model Y performance. Oh, they're fast as hell. One day. Yeah. Just just one day, right? Just drive it for one day, right? Yeah. And if you don't come back smiling, I'll send you a free MotoGP Mac mug. <laughs> <laughs> um, my friend has one. I already been in the car. The performance one. I don't know if it's a performance one. I uh, know you have to. No, 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 no. You have to. 
You have to try was, a performance. It was brand new two years ago. No, then it's not a Model Y performance. Okay. Get, get a Model Y performance, put on lunatic mode, mm-hmm. and go. Now, and I, have raced, after, I have raced then, like, by the way. And, and then get the car to do the dance. Okay. The car, the car does a dance and a light show. Oh. It is actually class. Yeah, hey. I, I had a Tesla for a couple of weeks and uh, a Model Y for a couple of weeks. And uh, I did the, the light show for the neighbor's kids and whatever. And uh, then people were coming knocking on the door. And they're like, uh, can you make the car dance? I was like, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> By yeah. the way, I forgot to say, did you ever look up the Honda Rune? Rune. R-U-N-E. No. The Honda biggest Rune. foul up. I think well, I have a few fouls, but that one had so 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 it definitely did ruin them, did it? Oh, no! The R and D budget was left open, like do whatever you feel like, right? Okay. The cruiser, they had all this new R and D, but it was for like how to make a different kind of exhaust. Like you had this mold, and the mold you you broke the mold to make the exhaust. All kinds of weird shit. They spent $257 million in R&D on a cruiser, right? Yeah, because they could. They, how many they sold? 1246 Yep, because they could. You know where all the engineers came from? When they dropped the, uh, when they got done with the uh, V5 Honda, right? They mm-hmm. shifted 30% of their, their engineers over to the car in place, right? The car end. Yeah, and Karen made the room, like the hmm. Pacific Coast. Remember the Pacific Coast? I do, I do, I do, I do. That was made by the the, the people that made the Acura. Yeah, that's Honda's R and D now. Yeah, I get you. But look, we have MotoGP testing starting on Thursday. What this Thursday? Time. This Thursday. Oh my God, you're shitting me. Yeah, it's time first, flies. I'm, I'm first, just, first, sec, first, second, and third. I'm a little kid. February, which I is, can't find my Mark Marquez shirt. Oh, my heart bleeds for you. you God damn, fanboy. <laughs> yes, yeah, close. I come to a fanboy. It is. Yeah. Oh no! I, and your your voice actually went kind of girly there when you said, <laughs> like, "Oh, I can't find my Marquez shirt." <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we have we have testing this. This uh, this so the Thursday is the first Friday uh, first so Friday second Saturday third, so we have um so we have testing, so it will definitely be interesting to see what happens. So I'm going to call it now. Remember, uh, Honda and Yamaha can use their race riders, mm. and Ducati, Aprilia, and. Uh, KTM can only use their test riders. Yeah. So my question to end today's show. Dun dun dun. Who's fastest at the end of the test? Who does the fastest lap time? At the end of the test. Martin. He can't do it. He's a test. He's a factory rider. Oh shit. No, oh, what do you mean, uh, Marquez? You can't. Nope, can't. He's factory, or he's a thing. So, 
Run us by me again. Who can who can ride then? Who, so who can ride? Uh, Savadori for Aprilia. Petroza okay. for KTM. Mm. Uh, Crutchlow for Yamaha. Um, uh, Rins for Yamaha. Quadraro for Yamaha. Now Yamaha probably have another two. How, how can, test how, how can how can how can oh because they have the concessions they can ride both they have the they? concessions. Uh, then you have Bradle and probably another Japanese Honda rider, and then you have the two uh, Honda Mir and I think who puts it in. I'm going to say in this particular case, I'm going to say the rider is going to outdo it. I'm going to put I'm going to pick Quadraro, my favorite rider. Now I'm not doing that with my heart. I'm doing that with my head. I'm going to go with Petroza. I was going to say my second was Petroza. I was going to say Petroza. Yeah, yeah. I think I think is going to just go and fucking nail it. And like, remember, folks, right? I I love going through some data and think. Danny Petroza arrived at two races last year, so he did actually four races, and in those four races, he scored more points than Joanne Muir. Yeah did in 16 races just fyi i was never a mere fan from day one but no i just think, i just think it's like it's like when you look at your season and you look like it'd be okay if danny was like five or six places ahead of him right but right, like, right right like it was pedroza and then mir <laughs> you know what i mean the person ahead of you only did two races you're just like yes how'd that happen <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah oops uh, anyway uh, on that bombshell, we will end today's uh, podcast. Um, Remember, I will try. I will try a... In England, maybe we have a short ride over to the to, to Ireland. Give, let him take a spin. Yeah, I will try and start it. Try and start it out. V four. Anybody with a, a Ducati V four, he has to experience it. Virginize him. Well, no, I've experienced the V four from a twenty ten RS V four. No, I mean uh, of the Ducati. You you haven't been D- Ducati. No, I haven't really. You haven't Ducati dipped your wick in a Ducati. That's what she said. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe we can get someone to give us a loan of it. But look, it's one of those things. Let's just try and do it. Uh, let's try and arrange something, and then if not, we'll have to just find a way to buy one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, right on that, Bob. That's the least. See you See Thursday. You later, yes. See you Thursday. Yeah, we'll have a chat on Thursday. Have a good one.